Hey, Chris, what do we got on the playlist today? Today we have breaking news, Metroid Prime 4 delay, Nintendo fashion lineup, new Smash updates, and much more. So stay tuned here at Metro Kingdom Radio. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Switch Dude. side. Welcome, everyone, once again to another neon throw-up filled episode of Metro Kingdom Radio. <laughs> it is I, your host, the best by far. It's me. It's me. It's Johnny Play Star, and we have Chris. What's up, guys? I missed you. R.O.B. the Rob. I. R. And Kyo. Hey, guys. Kyo no Hashi. Whoa! So, guys, uh, you know, it's we have some breaking news. We need to talk about this because oh, no. I can't. <laughs> I can't. There he you goes. Know, He's gone. We lost him. We it's lost just. Him. It's just crazy to you know, like that. This had to happen, and it just. It's just such dire breaking news that I just have to bring it up, guys. So, here it is. I have to say it. Okay. No. I'm playing Dragalia Lost again. I know. I know, guys. <laughs> It was crazy. They gave they gave a five five star summon voucher, and I did it, and I got Lily. Okay, so I I'm finally reunited with that my is girl, so Lily. crazy, oh, man. I'm oh. I'm I'm surprised, and they even like busted out Shinya Takahashi to send a YouTube video about you playing Dragalia Lost. It was a big deal. <laughs> well, you know he's a he's a fan. Um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> what, what's up, Kyo? Hey, hey get, get, guess who I pulled? Who? I also pulled Lily. <laughs> Go water team! Bless Shinya Takahashi. Oh wait, that's right? not what you wanted to talk about, Rob? Oh wait, hold on. What else is here in the ducket? Oh wait, oh yeah, that Metroid Prime 4 thing, right? I mean, yeah, I guess that's whatever. <gasps> Guys, did you see this? Like, this, they, they broke this news literally the day after we got done recording. And they, were, and they had this whole Metroid Prime 4 update. And you know what? I kind of, Rob... Can you kind of uh, just explain to us what happened there? Give us a little short story on this, or oh my god, you're gonna torture this guy? I yeah, know. man, it's really I, funny. I went through a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> that morning. Like I didn't even know what I saw, to be honest. I just, I just heard him say, "Our game." Actually, just to boil it down for you, he said that the Nintendo version sucked. They didn't like it anymore, so they're scrapping the whole project and just gonna hand it back over to Retro to. That way, Retro can grab the baby that is Metroid Prime Four and say, "Here you go, Metroid Prime Four. Let's let, let's get you back to where you need to be." So we're gonna be waiting around like two years for a new one. Oh, he sounds so oh, destroyed. Maybe it's more. Be more than two years. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna yeah. say like four to five. Don't say that. Oh man. <laughs> this is. I mean, this may- is their only project. It'll be two years. <laughs> maybe yeah we don't we have we have no idea but, but maybe like they can salvage the assets and it's gonna be less but yeah he basically said this game sucks he basically said this game's a steaming pile of wow. shit and we need to restart really <laughs> yep. you're, you're welcome you're welcome steaming pile of wow. yeah it, it's crazy and god it's like it just it just took everyone by surprise. Um, I did. I would do want to say that Link says I think we uh, get the points on this one because <laughs> we did say that something was gonna get delayed. So he's like, "Yeah, I, <laughs> scratch one for us." <laughs> but yeah, it's just like crazy to happen, and the way that they went about doing this too is just so unprecedented 
for I mean just any comp in any video game company in general, but even Nintendo, you know, it's it's really respectful the way that they did it, you know, because he he came over there and he seemed very simple, you know, like like apologetic and everything, and he yeah. was just like, you know, we're he- really sorry. You know, being really respectful. What's up, Rob? I watched that when I watched the video the first time. I I left it feeling amazing. I was like, yeah, Metroid Prime Four is still good. And then, like that afternoon, I was scrolling through um, my news feed, and then I started seeing the actual coverage of it and what it really meant. And I was like, oh shit, wow. that is what he said. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna get this yeah. game for a long time. <laughs> I mean, it's really funny how like the first like thirty seconds he's he's praising the fans for for looking forward to it, and then like right? still like a minute in, it really seems like he's about to say, you know what, we're canceling it. It's not going well. Like it, it's it's leading up to that, and it doesn't even say like development update delay or anything. It's just it's like it's a very vague title. So watching it, if you didn't know what was coming, it's kind of a scary thing to watch if you're a big fan. But I am glad that that they. Like the way they did it, I completely agree, Jonathan. That it's it's like respect, totally respect that they're being transparent. Um, something that a lot of developers, like even Japanese developers, definitely not Western, but even Japanese developers don't don't give this type of transparency for delays for big projects like this. Mm-hmm. We'll just see a game go through a, a year or two with no news, and like for them to do this, maybe they had to, but I still think it's it's pretty amazing and it sets a good precedent for the industry going forward. Yeah, I was gonna say, it, it, and it can't be easy. I mean, here's this this project they've been working on for you know a lot of years, and it was kind of you know Nintendo was taking on essentially a new IP under its own like production company, and then just to have it fail like this, it's gotta be really heartbreaking for the the developers. You know, they put a lot of like their mm-hmm. heart and soul into this game, but they just they couldn't make it work, and you know. I mean, it, it's terrible that it's happened, but I'm glad that they're able to recognize that, hey, this is a product that we don't feel comfortable releasing to the public. This isn't up to our standards. And to have a company, yeah, have that transparency and just basically admit that they messed up like that. I think that's it's it's that's pretty awesome. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's very good. Um, just like Chris was saying, it's very good for the industry in general because it's Nintendo essentially setting a, an example you know, for other companies too, where it's just like they're respecting the fans and, you know, they're respecting us because they know that we've been waiting. And they actually did say too that they kind of regretted uh, revealing that Metro Prime Form was in development a bit too early, but they felt like they needed to do it because it was probably, you know, just help sell the Switch for one. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, and, you know, that, that they kind of regret doing it. And it almost did seem like they really were having just development. Uh, developmental problems when it came to this because that's why we just didn't hear anything for a while about it i actually have a theory when it comes to it you guys want to hear <laughs> yep i uh, you remember when we were hearing that there was going to be rumors of a nintendo direct in january mm-hmm. my th- i have this theory that we really were set to have one sometime in mid-january but when they were getting all the things ready and all the trailers ready they saw Metroid Prime 4 and they were like, they either made had a trailer for it and realized, whoa, this doesn't look good. Or they couldn't even produce one. And they were just like, what's going on? And, you know, they had to re- they had to look over and they were just like constantly reevaluating everything and going, is this good enough for our standards? And, and so I guess, you know, that's when like they decided, you know, we can't put this out there. 
but then at the same time we can't <laughs> like this you know like we can't have this direct without something like this in there you know like i mm-hmm. think they wanted to put something in there so that's why we had just this weird like in the middle of january just this weird um twitter leaks of just you know here here, here this game's coming out this day mm-hmm. final fantasy's here yeah. you know yoshi's coming out here the the twitter direct yeah yeah the twitter direct and so it you know i almost feel like that's what happened and that they were just like yeah, just cancel the direct, and then you know we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna have to do when it comes to Metro Prime Four. And Shinya Takahashi, you got this right. And he goes, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. I, I mean, I will probably never know, but that's a pretty good theory. And I, I'm wondering, like, if we can jump into this a little bit. So they talked about a retro now um, helping. It's and it was a it was a little unclear. It sounds like they're going to take over and lead the project, but that the original um, or the team that was working on it prior to to this delay is still going to be on there. But anyway, Retro's back. Retro's the one that Woo! originally did Metroid Prime and, one, two, and three. Uh, one, yep. two, and three, and and so like there's a lot of confidence in the fans that that they're going to do a good job. What do you guys think of the direction now? Do you think that, like we talked about this before, that potentially they might reboot with a complete new like Breath of the Wild exploration element? Um, like, what do, you, what do you think this means for the game now? I, like, it's been so long since I played Metroid Prime, especially the third one. I know there was a big... I know I, I forgot how much changed from the first one and the third one to know what to expect with this fourth one. I just know I like Metroid, and I was excited for it. that's that blind nintendo you know that blind love for nintendo i guess yeah uh i mean i think yeah it's crazy too because they even he even specifically said that they're essentially going to be scrapping everything right so he said they said yes yeah and so starting from the ground up from the ground up that is crazy because if you think about it too when they originally did announce it they said now starting development and this was back in what 2017 right so essentially, that's yeah. almost two years of development that it's they're just very, gonna throw very out. Very expensive delay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. I'm sure they were working on that probably for a year before they even announced that game. Yeah. Well, I think what they said is that when they did announce it, they actually had just started development on it. I think I could have sworn I read that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not too long after it was announced, because they did say that like we were not that far into it. Like <laughs> they think they yeah. actually just did said that. Just, yeah, yeah just wasn't it like bit. a just to let you guys know this is coming? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. how that was? I mean, it's not un- it's not unheard of for Nintendo to do that. I mean, they literally did that with Super Smash Brothers Brawl, where they announced that the game where they were making a Smash Brothers Brawl before they even approached Sakurai about making Super Smash Brothers Brawl. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> they announced it at E3 or they announced it yeah at, at an E3 or something and then they approached Sakurai later on that day and was like, hey, "What? Yeah, did you ever hear about this?" Because they they said that like they said <laughs> they said Smash Brothers is coming to the Wii. And then, and then later on that weekend, that you know, during I think it was an E3, they at, they approached Sakurai and said, "Hey, we really want a new Smash Brothers on Wii. We want you to direct it. If you can't, if you can't do it, or you don't want to do it, then we're Ultimatum. just gonna we're just gonna release Melee online." <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, that's literally so they how gave they, him, they it. gave him a Smash Ultimatum. <laughs> oh, zing. Colors weave into a spire. Like Sakura started singing that to himself. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good transition, but we're not done with this topic yet. So, no, no, no. Yeah, but 
it, it's just this this delay, man. It's just it's really hitting everyone hard in the kokoro, you know. Because it, it, really... <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, okay. Let me. Okay, so so I asked I asked the question earlier. I kind of kind of um, it was kind of a leading question. I I think. So I think that Nintendo had some previous like has some overall direction for where they want this franchise to go, and I think it was ambitious, ambitious for that other team, and they weren't able to pull it off. And now that they're taking it to retro, I'm not sure if they want to keep that original direction, which, which is the Breath of the Wild um, open world style of gameplay, and and this is all assumptions based on me. Um, but I feel like they might they might go back to like a more generic uh, like just linear. a killer modern version of a linear Metroid Prime. Uh, like I, f- I feel like that's what they're going to do because that's what Retro's good at. They've they've done a lot of amazing games, and even like Donkey Kong um, Tropical Freeze is a uh, is a two D platformer, which everyone like a lot of people say is one of the best platformers of the last like generation, few generations. Um, but like u- ultimately, all of their games have been pretty linear. So I don't know if if uh, they would keep that direction if they had that in the first place, or if they'd go back to just doing something like a super solid, amazing Metroid Prime. Um, sequel that's a very interesting theory that you have actually now when i think about it because remember the the rumored uh developer was supposedly namco bandai right yeah so maybe they were they were kind of banking on you know hoping that namco can just kind of like give metroid a new direction like yours is saying where yeah because you know a lot of their games their big hitters lately breath of the wild mario odyssey has more of an open world style to it and so maybe you could be right chris that they probably were trying to like maybe hit a more open world metroid and they were like namco bandai you guys come on you can do this right you you guys (laughs) (laughs) you guys make tekken you know (laughs) (laughs) what were you gonna say rob i forgot that namco bandai was given this project and now that i'm reminded i'm not surprised that it went that was a rumor it was a rumor it was a rumor. Yeah, it was a rumor because the only thing they confirmed was that Retro was not working on it. <laughs> okay. and then, yeah, and then the rumor was that Man- Nampo Bangai was the one helming it at, at that point. But now it's just like, man, y'all should have just gave it to Retro. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted everybody's time. Yeah, well, you don't waste everybody's blasted time. What's crazy, too, is if you really think about it, what was Retro doing this whole time? Okay, actually, that that's the other follow-up topic here if we're... If we can move on from Metroid, uh, does this mean that that Star Fox racing game is done? Does this mean that whatever Retro was working on is done, or that they were twiddling their thumbs, or that they scrapped what they were working on before? Like, like I, I think that's the the bigger, more exciting piece of news for this year is that we might get a Retro game within the next like six months. I mean, I know Tropical Freeze. They they worked on that, you know, to release it on the Switch. Oh, the f- Funky Kong. Yeah, the Funky Kong port, you know. That took a lot of time, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's add Funky Kong in this. Okay, the development time for this is going to be three years. Uh, we <laughs> got to make sure Funky right. Kong looks really funky. No. Uh, yeah. So you could be right. I. I mean, that Star Fox racing game supposedly was. Isn't that the rumored like that uh, Retro was working on that game in particular? Yep, and I, I hope it's true. Yeah, because I hope so too. Because then, if we get that, then at least we get. See, but that's another thing too. Is um now that we're getting this Prime Four delay, are we finally going to get our Metroid Prime trilogy on Switch? Yes, Ooh, that <laughs> might be a good consolation prize, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, right. 
Because it's like, yeah, because if, you know, they're over here, like, bowing their heads and apologizing to us. And it's like, well, can you guys give us at least <laughs> Metro Prime Trilogy to hold us over, you know, give, like, give, give us a little taste, satiate us a bit before, you know, we have to wait uh, 10 more years for uh, Metro Prime 4? Don't say it. <laughs> Throughout the podcast, I am going to just constantly add more years to how long... <laughs> The game's gonna take to come out just to make Rob even sadder. <laughs> oh man! I mean, we could just look at it by the you know uh, in the bright bright side. We're gonna yeah. most likely get a much better game because you know this isn't up to Nintendo standards, and you know if it, if it's not up to Nintendo standards, but yet they release you know games like what's a really bad game. <laughs> What's a really bad game that Nintendo released that we can put here? <laughs> M- Mario Party uh, Star Seven. Fox Zero. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Star Fox Zero is the perfect example there, because it, they had a they had a vision, and I feel like they probably released it due to deadlines, but they knew that they were going into it with like, yeah, this game is not very good. They delayed Star Fox Zero. Do you remember that? Oh god, they didn't delay it enough. Yeah, <laughs> but it's really—it's actually—it's funny because that's like um, one of my favorite quotes from from Shigi from Shigeru Miyamoto is um, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. Something like that. And I think the whole Star Fox Zero was his idea. Yeah, that's not the the funny thing. Is that's that, like the ironic thing. But I like I love that quote, and I think that that plays true here for Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, gosh, Star Fox, don't even remind me. Star Fox Zero breaks my heart every time I think about that game. Because <laughs> I bought that game so excited. When that when Star Fox Zero was announced, that was the same E3 that Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced. And everyone was going crazy over Final Fantasy. And I'm over here going like, yeah, Star Fox! <laughs> We're going to get a new Star Fox, guys! And Now, I mean, I guess none of us are laughing at this point, right? Because Star Fox Zero sucked and Final (laughs) Fantasy VII hasn't been heard of since. (laughs) We got Kingdom Hearts, though, I mean, you know, so. (laughs) I think I bought and returned Zero. Oh, did you even play it at all? I don't believe I did, no. You're lucky. Mm. (laughs) Playing Star Fox. Go ahead. I think I told you I bought it and you were like, just take it back. (laughs) <laughs> I probably this. I was gonna say. I was gonna say this. I was gonna say like playing Star Fox Zero is like being a fan of the original Indiana Jones and then watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But then I was like, wait a second, no, that's Star Fox Dinosaur Adventures. I take it back. <laughs> uh, Star Fox Adventures was okay. All right, I shouldn't say it. What you, why? What were you gonna say, huh? I liked it. No. <laughs> No. I mean, it's no, it's no Jet Force Gemini, but I, I don't know. I was a little kid. I didn't have like that, like discerning taste yet. I thought it was pretty good. Whatever. I just wanted a regular Star Fox game when that one came out. I like how we're on Star Fox now. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to talk about Jet Force Gemini more. Okay, let's talk about Jet Force Gemini. <laughs> brought to you. You know, by you know Jet Force Radio. Gemini had some really, really cool like fashion in that game. Oh, awesome. I just remember getting my my butt handed to me in that game. Yeah, you know what what else? Uh, Jet Force Gemini. It's a it's a rare game, so uh, good luck getting that over here I on have Nintendo. It. <laughs> oh, out of Nintendo, yeah, it's like it's never going to be re- 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 ever re released. But you know what is going to be released? Chris uh, trying oh, to have Kansas a good. <laughs> 
Chris tried to have a good uh, transition to our next topic. I, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, well, welcome everyone to uh, Metro Playstar. Uh, Nintendo has graced us with such wonderful, wonderful fashion lineups here. We Ooh. have, we have yet once again a Nintendo and Uniqlo collab. It's got me so excited, ah, because I love Uniqlo. Like their clothes are just. Mm. Good quality, good quality stuff, and their designs are just really cool. They're not in your face, you know. It's not, it's not tacky, and they so they have a bunch of new designs based off of Mario and Splatoon, which you know, two of my favorite franchises. So yeah, I'm looking at these shirts, and I'm just like, man, this is gonna be awesome. I don't even know if this is gonna release in the U.S. I'm getting this feeling that this is gonna be a Japan only thing. But I, am... I, I will cry. I will cry. There's no way they're going to do Japan only. It sold out so fast in the U.S. Yeah, right? And these shirts are awesome. I mean, I'm over here, you know, drooling over these Splatoon shirts. But these Mario ones are pretty sick, too. Like, I feel like I can get away with these shirts at work. Oh, right? I love the I love yeah. the Bowser Jr. one. That yeah. is hands down my favorite shirt. It's and so I, good. And, and I have to tell you a story about why it's my favorite shirt. So when Mario Party came out, I probably told the story before. Anyway, when Mario Party came out, I had like a little party and everybody came over. Well, two of my friends both really wanted to be Bowser. So someone's like, all right, well, you guys got to fight for it. And whoever loses has to be Bowser Jr. <laughs> and it was pretty epic. We did like um, Mario Kart 8. We did the original Mario Kart. And I think there was like something else that we we did. And yeah, so one of them ended up being Bowser and the other one had to be Bowser Jr. Please tell <laughs> me you're going to... so mad. <laughs> Please tell me you're going to get him this Bowser Jr. shirt. So that uh, he has to wear it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he says he wants a rematch. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. It, it'll still be good anyway. I mean... Oh, it's a... Hmm. Oh, wait. Uh, I think it's a kids only. Oh, no, no, never mind. It's for men. Yes. Yeah, the Bowser Jr. one. Yeah, it's kind of hard to discern which one of these are for adults and which one of these are for kids, which is really saddening to me because when I'm looking at some of these, I'm realizing that some of these designs are for kids and I'm just like, no, wait, I like that one. Like, <laughs> like some of these platoon ones, I'm just so down for, but I'm pretty sure that the ones that I'm liking are the ones for kids. Although I really do like this one with Judd and, and little Judd. So cute. Judd is the cat that judges who wins the matches, and little Judd. Wait, the... are there no are there no uh, women's platoon shirts? You know, I was trying to find. I I don't know. I don't. I'm almost thinking that there isn't because I was trying to look at it too. But there are Mario shirts. That's for wrong. Women. Maybe <laughs> so you know, wrong. Yeah, you know, I think Uniqlo does this thing where they update like these collaborations, the lines like late, like over time. So. Hopefully, um, it's just not fully populated. No, the whole Shonen Jump line was exclusively for men. Only men's sizes. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, man. I was super mad. I still bought shirts, so but I was super mad. I'm sorry, Keo. <laughs> I know, right? It's so hard. Me too. So Me too. Lady. Dude, that, that old white shirt with the booze on the pocket is so awesome. Oh, it's so good. And then the one with it's the really good. and the one with the chain chop pumping out of the pocket, too. Oh, oh, those are the two. Oh, it's the, the best. <laughs> I really like the one too with Mario hitting the coin block on the stripes. Ah, it's so perfect. Everything yeah, yeah. here. There's, there's a lot of really good ones. 
I'm I I need these shirts. Chris, we need these shirts. Uh, oh, you know it. Cool. They have a lady shirt that has the Super Mario Brothers title screen with the one and two player on it. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna is... scoop that one up. I really like the tag on oh, that one so too, good. cause it has like a one up and like the question block mm-hmm. on there. Oh, I really like. Why do the girls always get the really cool boo shirts? Do you see this? They have like another um awesome polka dot boo shirt. Oh it's yeah, like, I do. That's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, Super Mario World boo. Remember Chris when uh when we were looking at the the last Uniqlo line, uh, Nintendo yeah. line, and then I tried to convince you to buy that boo shirt that was for women, and you were like, <laughs> and you were like, no, because the cut is different. I'm like, no, dude, you're really skinny. It's fine. You'll you'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got you to do it too, almost. <laughs> Damn it, peer pressure. <laughs> I I like the the women's. You guys get this oh. one like question mark um block pocket with a star coming out of it. Yes, that is so, so cool. awesome. Ugh, man, now I need to get these women's shirts too. I want huh? the bullet bill. Yeah, the men the bullet, bullet bill, bill one's pocket. pretty sweet. So there's a there's a women's shirt that's gray, and on the pocket it has a eight bit Princess Peach. Is this a quote from her? It says, "Oh, did I win?" Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. what game is that from? Smash? Uh, Mario Party. Oh. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, in Mario Party, I think. May no, I don't know if she says that in Mario Kart, but she uh, that is a quote that she says. I, I think Smash Brothers too. Yeah, it is one of her quotes. <laughs> Uh, and then you know, besides the Uniqlo ones too, they uh, it's weird because this this week they just been releasing like a lot of um these things. So the even um like the Pokemon Pokemon collab, they have these like Pikachu shoes. Have you guys seen these? <laughs> like I don't know yeah, if those these are, are ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not even sure if these are cute or not. Like because they have like a they're like yellow with like a white like tip. And then they have like Pikachu ears hanging out of the tongue of the shoe. And then there's tail. There's like tails at the back. And I'm like, I don't think that's cute. (laughs) It could be cute with the right outfit, but I think it's going to be a fail like most of the time. Like only certain people can pull this off. Exactly. And like, yeah, the only people that I could really think can pull this off would be like really, you know, like petite, cute, little, you know, cutesy girls. They're the only ones I can think pulling this off. Yeah. And that includes the others in the line too, with that that fuzzy like Pikachu sweater or the fuzzy Jigglypuff sweater. They are so derpy looking. <laughs> I don't think I'd wear those. Yeah, I'm not even sure how I feel about Jigglypuff's little curly co- top on the on yeah. your chest too. It just <laughs> it does Busty not look right. Busty girls can't wear those shirts. Well, okay, a busty girl can wear the Jigglypuff ones because then the <laughs> eyes would line up perfectly. <laughs> oh my god. but they also have like do you guys see the caps um i think it's san a that they're making the caps and there's like other shirts too now these are awesome have you seen these yeah these are really nice chris i can totally see you rocking that that blue um cap with the gray bill and it has a bunch of like mario power-ups on it hell Yeah, yeah that one's awesome uh, and then you know some of the shirts that they have there's pretty cool. I really like the like the Bowser symbol one, but it has like all Bowser's minions on there. I, oh, I, like I love the uh, face mask that has Mario's oh, mustache. Yeah, Mario's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I need that. It's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So I mean, 
it's really cool that whenever we get cool fashion for you know like gaming stuff or you know even nintendo stuff because you know now nintendo is lending their ip to a lot of things and i like it when it's not tacky (laughs) sometimes sometimes you get like some really stylish stuff like uniqlo and then other times you'll get like you know these fuzzy pikachu sweaters (laughs) <laughs> yeah can, can we can we talk about the 151 pokemon shirts that they're releasing oh, one for each of the uh, original 151 so i spent like a good like two hours on that website and only to find out that it's only available to japan right now oh yep. yeah so sad. Try to get that well, hookup. I may have a friend that works at the Pokemon Wait, company. Wait, so what? hit me up. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so they're actually doing it for all 151? Because I remember yes. I saw this on, on their site. And um, the ones that they have to show off, I believe there's like, four, there's like what, six, 20, 20 different designs that yeah. they currently have showing right now. But then they they actually announced that it's gonna they're gonna do it for all 151. Yep. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, because some of these designs are really cool. The uh, Bulbasaur print is that's the one. So stinking precious, I, I can't even. Yeah, I had two uh two shirts with that print on in my cart and and I couldn't order them. I was like I was about to break down crying. Yeah, and this and the um, I, gosh, they're all just so cute. The Squirtle one is adorable. The Slowpoke one's really cute. The, Char- the Charmander one is cute. There's like three little. There's a group of like three Charmanders, and there's one where they're like, like I guess riding a log down a hill, and then they're like roasting marshmallows off of each other's tails. It's so cute. I can't so handle it. The the thing about this website, it's a weird collaboration. It's just really cool, like kind of business business casual slash um, website where you build your own shirt. You don't just um, like choose a shirt. You choose like the design for the collar, the uh, the cuffs, the buttons, all of that. And, wow. and there's this collaboration with, yeah. So you can actually mix and match all of those different Pokemon prints. There was one, um, like they kept posting some some templates on their Instagram. There's one where like the, uh, the pocket is mag- the Magikarp print and on the collar, it's the Gyarados print. And it's really, really cool to see that. And so, like, you can get pretty creative, and it, like, it, for me, who, like, I wear a collared shirt to work, I would, like, this is acceptable. I would totally wear that yes. to work. It's like an office kind of business casual. Uh, can so we also love talk it so about much. the matching, like, handkerchiefs and pocket squares? So not only could you have the button-up shirt, and then you'd have your suit jacket on with a matching pocket square. That is awesome. I didn't even... I didn't even oh know God. that. Yeah, because I'm over oh, here just no. looking at the designs, and you, you guys did your research on this one. You, you, you can actually go and um custom make these too. Oh man, these things must cost a pretty penny, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's roughly a hundred per per shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's not bad. That's not too bad if you think about it, because of the fact that it's custom made, it's licensed, it actually looks good. <laughs> yeah yeah they look really good i mean the quality we don't know but you know we could probably look up reviews or something see how other people say that but uh, we we say that like as if we actually are going to go and order these i might yeah same you, uh, same yeah yeah you got the hookups you got the hookups wrong I mean, how are you guys I mean, doing uh, this hmm. well, i don't know once i learn how to let's talk read japanese hmm. i'll let you know <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you have friends that can read Japanese, right? I, I have a few. Maybe I can get them to go and order me some. 
Yeah, I'm a large. Actually, no. Let me look up my jap my size in Japanese. Hold on. <laughs> you're like a small in U.S. sizes. You're probably like a large in Japan. Oh, so I'm like a double X in Japan. Then? <laughs> I know. Wait, I don't. How can I get quadruple XL when it comes? To- <laughs> it's kind of weird. It looked like the website. I know. I don't know. It seemed like it was based in San Francisco. Like it seemed like a very American website. So I don't know. I was very confused by it, but. Oh, Wait, the, why is my for the dress shirts you can... Oh, it is. Oh, there's like a there's a there's an American version of it. What? Oh, for what? no, you have to you have to click through. Um, there's like a big yellow button to click through to ah, to where you yeah, order, and that goes to originalstitch.com. Oh. That's the site where you order. Yeah, see, like I like how we're all on this site right now trying to figure out how to order this. Like, how do I order my shirt? Where's yeah. Chris seeing this? Yeah, Chris, you're you're fired. <laughs> yeah, how come you're not hooking us up with the with a link to this? You're over here just hogging it all to yourself. I, huh? want, I couldn't even I hook myself up with this. <laughs> Every, everybody, follow Pokemon Shirts official on Instagram. Uh, don't even. <laughs> wow, there's there's a picture with a Psyduck inside a Psyduck shirt. <laughs> nice. I'm over here on their Instagram now. Okay, this is awesome. Okay, yeah, but I need to stop looking at this. <laughs> we need we need to move on to the next topics, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here forever. I know, just staring at this. This is our, the current episode right now. It's just us clicking, going, "Wow, this shirt's cool." Yeah, this one too. <laughs> I, I, I wish they a did a lot of editing in your future. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they did uh, shirts like this for um, like other Nintendo characters, but like Pokemon is is a good start. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, that's a good transition. Thank you, Chris. We have a. We actually do have an, an update, sort of, because last week we actually did talk about how there is a live-action Pokemon Adventure movie coming out, you know, supposedly based off of mm-hmm. Red and Blue, but there are reports that there is already a sequel to Detective Pikachu already in the works. What? what? Yes. Yeah. And get... And uh, get this, I guess apparently, according to uh, this is according to the Hollywood Reporter, I guess Oren Uziel or Uziel is is the one writing the script. So I guess apparently he is also the person who wrote the script for Twenty Two Jump Street. So <laughs> so kind kind of think of like that, right? It's kind of interesting. But he also wrote the script for Sonic the Hedgehog and Men in Black International. So. Which, wait, both of those haven't come out yet, though. So yeah, nope. ex- exactly. So we don't we don't know exactly how to uh, how to like, go around with this guy, but yeah, apparently they're they're doing it like they're making a sequel because I guess because we have reported on this before that the movie has actually gotten some really good reviews. You know, we all saw the trailers; it looked pretty awesome. Um, you know, I'm guessing that this movie is going to do really well. So why not, right? Why not? Uh, how do you why, guys feel why about not? That? <laughs> uh, <laughs> why not? Why not? I, why not? I mean, okay, so obviously they do screenings. They're pretty confident that this one's gonna do well, the the first one. Uh, and and with the rumors of Red and Blue coming out, uh, like this this has the makings of a of a Pokemon cinematic universe, and like that just sounds like a surefire moneymaker. So not surprised. Um, and if this guy's Worked on Twenty Two Jump Street. I thought that movie was hilarious. So, I'm I'm down, and I'm hoping that like they continue to back these projects. I did not even think of a PCU. Look at you, Chris. 
So <laughs> such a genius. PCU. How about you, Kyo? How does this uh, make you feel? I mean, honestly, I am a little shocked that they would greenlight something without even, you know, essentially doing its first dry run, in, yep. especially in the U.S. with a major studio with a, yeah, a pop, like, you know, licensed company that's popular like in Japan and pretty popular in the U.S. with kids for the most part. But greenlighting a second film, that's pretty that they've got some confidence. So, you know, I'm all they, about it, man. They must have they've uh, got some uh, big electrodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, they got a pretty uh, whopping diglet down there to go in. <laughs> yeah, you know what they what it was, guys, is they must have listened to us talk about it. They, they saw that thumbnail on yep. YouTube of with uh, Pikachu's face on Ryan Reynolds' um, naked body. And they were just like, you know what, this Metro Kingdom radio knows what they're talking about. You know, they, they have not seen Detective Pikachu the movie yet, and yet they already know <laughs> that it's going to be good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, can can I backtrack just a little bit into our other topic? And I'm gonna mer- I'm gonna marry them together right now. So, in watching the ad for these Pokemon shirts, right, the ad starts off with this like guy getting on a bus, and he's older, and he's like in a mm-hmm. business suit, and he sees a little kid outside the bus with like a Charmander hat and a little Pikachu backpack, and then it goes into like a a flashback of him playing the original, you know, red and blue on the original Game Boy. And then now they're saying like, now he's like grown up, he's an adult, but he's still, he still loves Pokemon. So I think that's kind of where they're going with me. Like, you know, kids that grew up with Pokemon are adults now. Let's, let's, let's make these movies. Yeah. Yeah. We're the ones who have the nostalgia and have the disposable income to, and they're gonna to keep take giving them revenues. <laughs> Yeah, and they're starting a new, like, uh, exactly, new generations of it. It's the 30-year-olds that grew up with this 20 years ago that are going to take their kids now to go see the movie and bring in more revenue for these companies. Unless you're mm-hmm. like unless you're like the 30-year-olds on a certain podcast I know that don't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> I could have kids. Who are just going to take our, our, our themselves. Hey, I, I'm not saying that you can't. I'm just saying, right, as of, as of the recording of now, you do not. <laughs> Unless, you think uh, I'd have all these plushies and figurines without kids? Audience wait. doesn't know that. Wait, wait, what? Unless all of a sudden, like, unless Rob has some like announcement to make on here, he's gonna be like, "Hey guys, uh, guess what? Guess nope. who's in- <laughs> nope, nope. Sorry, went the wrong way with that. Uh, oh, that's funny. Got turned on me. Bad joke. <laughs> oh man, oh, it's so great. <laughs> I hope certain people listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is awesome. Detective Pikachu 2. I'm hyped for it. <laughs> I haven't even seen the first one, but I'm hyped for the second one. <laughs> you know what else I am also hyped for? I'm hyped to uh, get on Smash Brothers and uh, play as Piranha Plant in All-Star mode. Because... No! As a warning right now, before we start talking about um, Smash updates and Piranha Plants, Piranha Plants <laughs> is available... Uh, if you don't have your download code, you better heckin' do it ASAP because that, that code's going to expire. But if you if and when you do get Piranha Plant in your game, for the love of for the love of Arceus, do not <laughs> play All-Star Mode with Piranha Plant because it will corrupt your save file, meaning you will not be able to boot up your Smash Brothers correctly and would force you to essentially uninstall Smash from your Switch and reinstall it again with all your data deleted. So Are you sure? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it, there's a, it's a major glitch going on right now. 
with with Piranha Plant, and it's only if you use him in All Star mode. That is yeah, apparently word. something similar happened with Mewtwo on the Wii U when Mewtwo was released. Uh, there was <laughs> another glitch. I don't think it was this bad, but yeah, come on, Nintendo, you're known for your QA. What's going on? Yeah, you guys over here like over here like trying to um, be all sappy and guilt trip us with your Metroid Prime Four delay, and here you over here releasing game breaking Piranha Plant glitches. <laughs> I don't know. It is it is pretty bad that this is the first like you know big DLC, not even big, but first DLC for Smash Brothers, and it's like, dang, you guys broke the game. Can essentially break the game. So now it just kind of makes you wonder, like you know, what's gonna happen when Joker comes out? You know, like we're gonna have more (laughs) game breaking things, which is another interesting thing too. Apparently, in this new update, uh, it's two point oh now, right? That we're working on Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2.0 apparently stuff that were data mined about the future characters were actually removed in the 2.0 update so nintendo knows what's up they <laughs> they know about these these uh these data miners and they're trying to take more perca- like more caution when it comes mm. to uh releasing their updates which is good because we don't want another um episode of what happened last time uh during wii u I don't know if you guys remember this, but Lucas and Ryu were both leaked like way ahead <laughs> of of schedule because they left their data in one of their updates for Smash for Wii U, and oh. Data Miters jumped into that and found like everything showing that Ryu Ryu from Street Fighter was going to be in Smash. So it was a pretty big leak when that happened. Uh, speaking of other Smash leaks, we also have that uh, Amiibo leak that uh, Chris you shared with us, right? Well- Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, let me see if I can. Uh, I think there were just some some images of upcoming amiibos, like unannounced amiibos, and uh, one of them's Pokemon Trainer, and they were like spaces. It doesn't have pictures of them, but spaces for um, the other Pokemon. Uh, I think there were other other characters as well, but that was the one I was hyped for. Ivysaur is it would be really cool to get an Ivysaur amiibo. Yeah, I mean Charizard got his. <laughs> yeah, Charizard got his own, but yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, it would be really cool to get a Squirtle amiibo. I'd be pretty down for that. Although I feel like yeah. they don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> like Rob was saying, we don't need it. No, no. I mean, I, I was just gonna say, like, I'm I'm glad we get all the the bad news out of the way for the Smash updates because there was a lot of really good news too. Yeah. Um, with with the Smash updates and. And I don't know. Did anyone get to play Piranha Plant yet? I did. Yes. Nope. He is Anybody like it? He's good. <laughs> he's fun. He's he's so incredibly different, and that's that's all I want from these characters. Even if I like, it's not my style. I'm glad that Sakurai is putting thought into them and making them different. Like I can't just go in and play like my normal play style with like regular air nares and stuff. It's his specials are pretty cool. He's it's a very interesting character because he has his gravity is really high and it's probably because he has a pot on the bottom of him so <laughs> yep. that makes him so much heavier for some reason but yeah like if you're not careful you could easily just fall off that stage without realizing how fast you're going yep. uh, when you're falling Any- down anybody else disappointed that he doesn't spit fire okay i was thinking I that mean- too yes thank you <laughs> I mean, kind of. He has, like, his back air has, like, this fire thing, but it's definitely not spitting fire. Um, but I don't, like, I, don't, I wouldn't want to get rid of any of the current specials. I think they're all they're all really cool and unique. You know, I, um, I just don't get the character. You know, it, <laughs> it is interesting, too, because there is a, 
there is precedent or you know like evidence that this character wasn't ready and i even think now like i don't think piranha plant was completely ready to be released because one you know with this all-star what mode do you glitch this all-star mode glitch did you see that uh the piranha plant with using his side b which is the the poison cloud it can be pocketed by villager and isabel at what? the tail at the tail end of it well you know how because you know how it, it like it's it like lasts for a little bit and then uh-huh. like they rack up damage uh-huh. right uh-huh. villager uh-huh. or isabel can actually pocket it at the tail end and actually uh-huh. throw it back out to piranha plant and do over 100 damage from zero to what? 100 yes uh, what? that doesn't sound that sounds no that sounds by design that that move does so much freaking damage and you should be able to pocket any projectile i thought yeah i mean it i mean i guess but it's just like come on man 100 <laughs> like zero <laughs> to 100 which just from one move don't you think well, that's so, a little broken yeah i mean if you if you do the move with piranha plant and you get a grab in there like i think you're doing well over 50 60 percent jeez is that poison thing like when it's fully but charged it's can do so, that bad yeah but it's so slow it's slow easily to easy to predict it's just like i guess um it, it's good it's good if you can use it off stage and in certain situations but like it's really hard to get any advanced players to to get in there i, I was playing um a bunch of online yesterday and uh, like that's not that's definitely not a go-to move it's more of like a here and there uh i'm with rob and that his side b his, wow my voice cracked his side b <laughs> should have should have been fireballs instead of a poison <laughs> you look I, yeah, we have so many degree. fireballs no, There's we so need many more. Fireballs. Dude, we when ha- you think Piranha Plant in all the Mario series, how many of them do you really think, oh, hey, remember that one time when Piranha Plant spe- spat shoots cloud, poison? poison? Yeah. Like, he, he only did that, I think, in the RPG series, right? I don't think he's done that in the main games. Yeah. Like, I like how much damage the move does. I just don't think it should be that, like, command, the forward B. <laughs> I just feel like it should be something. It should be a fireball. Kyo, how do you feel about Piranha Plant? I know we're leaving you out of this conversation. Well, I haven't played him yet, so I don't really have an opinion. Remember, um, she's anti-Nintendo right now. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> yes. Certain um, game came I'm, out. I'm hoping to, in like a month, I'll jump back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I put some good hours in over the weekend, though, trying to smash out World of Light because I knew this was going to happen. Um, but I, I have been working on it. I have been playing. And I'm super salty that they did a bunch of character adjustments because this means I am going to suck even worse because they made almost no adjustments to Pit, who is my main bay. So I'm well, going to yeah, they, they didn't really adjust Lucina either, and I'm I'm almost feeling the the wrath of the characters that did get buffed because I played a few online matches earlier and I was not doing good. <laughs> I was like, huh, <laughs> all right, yeah, I see how this is. Oh, what's that? What oh, I hear something, Keo, <laughs> come back to uh, Kingdom Hearts, Keo. <laughs> you know you don't want to be on this podcast. Come on, join Stop me. Stop tempting me. Stop tempting me. Sora's Whack. waiting for you. He's waiting for you to gather all the Keyblade users, huh? Whack. Uh-oh. Wait, I thought you were a fan, Rob. Oh, I, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not very good at doing Donald Duck impressions, so I just. Oh, you're saying fight. quack. <laughs> I thought he said whack at first too, and, and then I realized he was quacking. 
<laughs> well, you know, I am on Rob's side when it comes to uh, Piranha Plant needing or should have had a fire move, a fire spinning move. Just like how apparently Sakurai did actually talk uh, last week about how about why he chose Incineroar instead of Decidueye. So it actually was this kind of a confirmation that Decidueye originally was like thought of or planned to be in Smash instead of Incineroar, but he chose Incineroar instead because apparently he is a because he is a pro wrestling fan. <laughs> Bless Sakurai, right? <laughs> and he's a pro wrestling fan, and he just he really wanted to, to like have a character, you know, like based off of pro wrestling, and it would be really interesting. But then he also uh, was shown when uh, when they showed him Incineroar that he that Incineroar can shoot a flaming vortex coming out of his his fire like championship belt. But then when I really think about it, he didn't even put that in the game. So, And I, I never noticed this until like right now when Rob said Piranha Plant should be shooting fire. And I was like, wait a second. He's right. Incineroar doesn't shoot fire either. How is he a fire? <laughs> <laughs> he has a fire. He has some of his moves have fire effects, you know, like his cross chop. But like, yeah, he doesn't even shoot fire either. What's going on here, huh? I see how it is. Sakurai doesn't like fire. <laughs> but yeah so that that's just another little tidbit there that you know Decidueye originally was like thought of I mean wh- how about you guys would you guys have preferred Decidueye or Incineroar in this game I have no clue what Incin- for anybody that hasn't played that Pokemon I think Incineroar is a more interesting character much better right yeah because yeah. I know nothing about Decidueye. Like, when I look at that character model, I have no clue what I'm getting into. But with Incineroar, I kind of get it. Like, you know, he's a fighting type, fighting fire type. Okay, cool, let's go. Yeah. Correction, he's actually a dark and fire type. Because <laughs> his his idea is that he's a heel wrestler, like a bad guy wrestler. So he's a he's a dark and fire type. Isn't that funny? Got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if we're, we're done with talking about Incineroar, there's just another little tidbit here I wanted to mention. That apparently Xbox Game Pass the other day tweeted about smash brothers saying at nintendo america we really really dig super smash brothers ultimate hashtag national compliment day hmm we really really dig super smash brothers ultimate what are you trying to say there huh microsoft what are you trying to say there minecraft i'm just saying guys i don't know if that means anything to you but seems a little sneaky sneaky don't you think no <laughs> don't do it you really are against it huh yeah it'll ruin it for me to be completely honest <laughs> minecraft yeah yeah all right well steve he's <laughs> surprising i was over here you're gonna change the topic steve <laughs> well no that's that's like there's like some character in the game called steve yeah i mean or that's... like that's the guy that made it or something no that's the that's the character that's like digging the like the base character steve uh. <laughs> so it would be Steve. They should just call him Steve from from Minecraft. So it'd just be like Steve from Minecraft, and then like he just his full name is there on like the the bottom of the screen. <laughs> That'll be funny. All right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and uh, you guys want to answer Kyle's question. Kyle did have our loyal listener, good old listener Kyle, actually gave us a question this time around. 
And, Took uh, you long enough, Kyle. <laughs> well, hey, he Kyle. <laughs> essentially he gave this question like two weeks ago, but I kept forgetting to bring it up. So also, it's don't, your fault. Don't blame the kid. Or oh, can I can I say something really quick about Kyle? I feel bad that he's been getting all this internet hate for, for the problems with the gentleman's rules. I'm sorry, Kyle. We love you. <laughs> okay, Chris, if you're gonna bring this up. <laughs> Now I almost feel like we need to bring up this this uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, extreme uh, tournament that these guys have made. The competitive gentleman's rules with such the most ridiculous like rules. Like this can't be a real thing. Like it just can't. It's it's the weirdest thing that these that these guys did. Where essentially you they, they say there's no no spiking. You know, no directional air dodging. All echo fighters are banned. No <laughs> like, directional air dodging. No counters. No, no counters. Right? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Pokemon Trainer, also you can't use him because that's cheating because that's also multiple characters. Sounds like my kind of rules. <laughs> my my favorite rule here is no spamming projectiles or smash attacks. <laughs> and it says you're only allowed to use 15 projectiles in 15 of smash attacks in a single game. Using okay. more rules <laughs> will result in an immediate game loss. That's like, my whole game. That's my whole game plan. How right is there. that fair? <laughs> I would get disqualified in like the first 30 seconds. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Yeah, so no complaining about the rules, and this includes you, Kyle. <laughs> oh, man. These, it's okay, that, Kyle. It's okay, Kyle. But we shall answer your question. And uh, we did say that we we're going to make Rob answer it, so I'm going to make Rob answer it. <laughs> so, Kyle's question is, why does Nintendo show off their graphics, yet they're a generation behind? So, what I'm thinking he's trying to say is, why does Nintendo kind of tout that they have these these graphics, but then technically they are a generation behind, whereas PS4 and Xbox kind of do it better. Rob, what is your take on this? Well, I guess I have a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it right back at you, Kyle, and then I'll answer your question. But like, does Nintendo really say, "Hey, look, like we have the best graphics"? Every time I see a Nintendo presentation, it's kind of just, "Hey, look at those graphics. That looks good, right?" Oh, and you know what else we did? So it's kind of like something that, yeah, they drop, they mention it, but it's not mm-hmm. the main allure to why they're, whatever it is they're showing. Whereas, uh, yeah, that's something that Sony and Xbox do. But, I mean, that's usually, and that's the thing. With those two comp- with those two sit consoles, that's like the main thing that sells those is just their graphics, it's not even the games. Yep. Like, I'll talk to people that don't even know games, and they're just like, oh. I got an Xbox because I cook it up to my 4K TV and it looks great. And I'm like, okay, well, what game are you playing on it? Call of Duty, <laughs> Fortnite, some some whatever shooter is cool at the time. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fun. Can I can I tell you guys a story? Yes. Okay, kind of somewhat related. I hope that I hope this helps answer your question, Kyle. So yesterday I had glorious plans of coming home and playing Kingdom Hearts. But I had to get my car repaired and it was in the shop and I had to stay at my mom's house and she doesn't have a PlayStation 4. In my mind, in my mind. Torture. Oh, man. I wish this game was on the Switch because then I could just have it with me right here and I could play it and it would be great. But I did get home today and I did launch the game and the texture rendering on the graphics is pretty sweet. So I think there has to be a trade-off somewhere, you know? Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, you know, Nintendo is essentially sacrificing graphics for their, I guess you can say their gimmick, their innovative, their innovation, because, you know, the Switch is not going to be able to produce PS4 style graphics, not unless, you know, we get like a freaking GTX 2080 up in there, (laughs) which would make the Switch like ginormous for one thing, (laughs) you know what I mean? And like, it wouldn't, like, we can't, it wouldn't have that, but that's never really been Nintendo's MO. No, when it comes to the graphics department. And I think, they learned their lesson when it came to the GameCube because if you look during that GameCube era, the GameCube actually technically did have the best graphics. It, it was actually better at, than PS2. But some people, of course, didn't want to believe that. But if you look, look at it, Waker. the hardware is actually stronger than the PS2s. But then look at their sales, you know? And Nintendo didn't beat <laughs> Sony in that in that generation which they're still not now, but they, <laughs> but they didn't beat Sony then, you know, and they had the better graphics. So instead, what they wanted to focus on is more on gameplay, bringing people together, you know, bring, bringing the more casual audience in, and boom, this is how we got the Wii. So, yep. yeah, so it's it's a, it's a trade-off, like Kyo was saying. It's like, you know, and Nintendo actually doesn't even really consider like PlayStation and Xbox true competitors because in their minds they're doing something different you know they're like yep. this is our space this is you know we're doing this we're going to grab our audience they're well aware that people that own a Switch will most likely own a PS4 Xbox or a gaming PC you know and so they're not concerned about that because they're just concerned about getting you know putting out their stuff Letting and letting like other people make make things for their console, but they're not there to try to like compete with you know graphics because they know they can't win, and that's not their concern when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah, no, I and I agree with with pretty much everything you guys are saying. Uh, Nintendo's gameplay first, um, and even when they were the king of graphics with the GameCube, and and I think with the sixty four that was pretty on top as well. Um, I don't like. I think they still put gameplay first. Um, and uh, ga- the graphics, the word graphics is so, I think, antiquated. When we talk about gaming, I think I think art style and visual style yes. is, is more important these days. Yes. Um, graphics, when I hear that, it reminds me of GamePro. And that's like something that people used to used to rate games on back in like the late 90s. But uh, now it's not like it's not really a criteria. Maybe art style is and you'll yes. see awards for that. Um, but a lot of the games that we play, a lot of the percentage of time that I spend on gaming these days, they're 2D platformers. They're um, these eight bits. They're they're these things that you don't need like crazy graphics, um, but you need a good art art direction. Uh, and I think Nintendo it does a really good job at that. Um, I think Smash Brothers taking all of these different characters from different franchises, making them co um, like live in the, in in like coexist in this world, and it looks amazing. Um, a lot of the we play it in the in the office and get non gamers pass by and say, "Wow, this game looks beautiful." Um, but yeah, of course there can be they could be better. You can be Call of Duty or you can be Assassin's Creed and like the textures could be amazing. But we don't need that. We need amazing gameplay. That's what brings us that's what brings Nintendo. like the, the Nintendo fans and the gamers and, and gives us gives us that joy. Um, so I found I found this question really interesting. Um, so thanks for asking it, Kyle. Uh, I, I I don't think that Nintendo's showing off their graphics. I think that they're doing an amazing job with their visual style, though. Yes, I'm glad you did say the that art style is more about like what people should be looking mm-hmm. at because I literally had this conversation yesterday with like 
an older gentleman at work and another guy that's probably around the same age as me. Um, one mm-hmm. of them is a PC guy. The other guy is uh, just Mr. Xbox. And they mm-hmm. both said they both didn't say anything about art styles or nothing about the games they played. It was just graphics. Yeah, I mean, because that's the easy mm-hmm. that's the easy buzzword essentially yeah. that you can just say. And you know, anyone who isn't really a quote unquote hardcore gamer, <laughs> it's the easiest thing to say. It's like, well, have you seen the graphics on Red Dead Redemption Two? You know, like, <laughs> have you seen the graphics on this and this this game? You know, and it's, it, but like, you don't, you know, it's when it comes to the casual casual gamers, you don't hear, man. Did you can can you believe like what Mario can do in this game now? And it's like because it's not as you know what I mean. It's like because like it's not an easy like it's not an easy buzzword hype thing to say. Like whoa, can you believe that you could capture something in Mario now? And they're like, what? What is that? I can't shoot that. So it's like, <laughs> you know, so it's you know, and it, it's this is how it's how Nintendo operates. You know, it's how we it hooked us here at metro kingdom radio <laughs> why we're such fans of theirs because it's gameplay first you know yeah so yeah i think uh, we uh did a good job answering that question huh you guys got any more to say about it yep i i, I put a very well scripted answer together for everybody kyle i hope you appreciated it <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep doing what you're doing kyle keep keep playing smash with your own rules man thanks kyle I got you back <laughs> are appreciated i really hope that when he listens to this that he actually gets the reference to that smash thing i'll post a link to the picture somewhere so he can take a look at it those rules are ridiculous (laughs) Ridiculous. the best oh if we had more time i'd read off every single rule on that thing so (laughs) all right well i guess we could have a we essentially had a little tiebreaker that we needed to take care of because Chris won the last, the, the rated MKR. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Rob won um, legit or booty. So I wanted to make a tiebreaker for you guys. But then again, I thought about it and I was like, eh. But then I don't want to leave Keo out of it too because she's here too. So I actually devised... A little quick uh, Johnny Quiz Star trivia for you guys. It's five oh. questions. And I originally did it with Chris and Rob in mind. But now Keo's going to join. <laughs> so <laughs> this is going to be it's gonna be Let's interesting. All right. So in typical uh, Metro Kingdom Radio fashion, I don't, want, I don't want you guys to take turns doing it. We're all just going <laughs> to blurt out our, our answers so that Yay. no one can influence each other. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just going to read the off the question. I'm going to say MKR. You say your answer, and we just tally up the points from there, all right? So, I will get uh, this wrong. Okay. I will mess up your flow. In, this is going to happen. This is going to make you guys angry because this is like so Kios right here. In the, game, in the Animal Crossing series. Oh, uh, I knew it! We, <laughs> we oh god you're always in, you're always introduced um, to the game by riding a certain vehicle and you never get to see what your character looks like but it gets predetermined by speaking to a certain character uh and based oh, on how no. you answer his questions so oh, who is no. so in the animal crossing series who is the first character you meet in pretty much every single game that answers and you answer his questions ready m okay oh, R. Oh, no. Mr. Me. Tom Nook. <laughs> Keo. Ah. Uh, uh, oh, uh, God. It's not a name. 
Uh, time's it, up. Is it K, K Slider? Time's up. All yeah. three of you got that wrong. Kyo, I am disappointed in you. <laughs> well, I thought the question was going to be, what vehicle do you go on? I'm like, oh, well, train. <laughs> uh, I thought no. it was a bus, so I got that wrong, too. Well, okay. Well, uh, guys, that could be another question. But, okay, to answer all of your questions, there is a train and there is a bus. So, in different games, it's always a different vehicle. But the answer, so, but the first character you meet in pretty much every Animal Crossing game is a cat named Rover. <laughs> oh, okay. yes, he's the blue one, right? With the checkered vest? Yes, he is. All right, so all of you got that wrong. <laughs> what if you like you only meet him for like three seconds and then that's it? Because that's exactly because what that's happens. That's exactly what happens. Wow. <laughs> in some of in some of the later games, like in New Leaf, when you have Brewsters, when you make Brewsters Cafe, you can actually meet Rover in the cafe because he'll be sometimes there, you know, drinking some coffee. So yeah, I think, I think Rover's in the. Uh, he's probably in the mobile game, right? <sighs> he probably is. I don't know. I forget. <laughs> he probably is, but I know in the mainline games, he's always the first person you talk to, or at least inside the train. Uh, so the the new leaf I think Isabel's the first person you talk to, but that's like on the main menu screen. All right, next. I, I was gonna say I hope that in a, um for Animal Crossing for Switch that your character comes in on a individual jetpack. That'd be cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we could discuss that another time. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Sonic Forces is the latest uh Sonic mainline game to come out. Here's the question: Who is the main antagonist and or enemy in Sonic Forces? M K R Shadow Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> you guys all got that wrong is it, too. Is it not is it not Robot it is, is it Robotnik? It is not Shadow. Uh the main antagonist it goes by the name of Infinite. So yeah, you guys got that wrong. Oh, so he, we weren't we weren't even supposed to get that right. No, you guys could have gotten okay. that right if you knew. <laughs> so can I ask name. a question? Yeah. If if we get all five questions wrong, do we all tie? Yeah, I guess so. And all, first. all three of you are going to have to do the intro at the same time. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> next one. Next question. Can we, can we make like our own like like Mickey Mouse like intro? Oh, can we please? Okay. All right, everyone. M-E-T-R-O-K-I-N-G-D-O-M. Hello, my name is uh, <laughs> my name is Jiggy Playstar. And uh, my next question for you is. Okay, so the next question is. Pokemon <laughs> Ruby and Sapphire is the third mainline series Pokemon uh, games. I want you guys all to name one gym leader from Ruby and Sapphire. Ready? <laughs> M K R Olivia. Forfeit. Jennifer. Okay, wait, what did you say, Keo? I said forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of you guys got that wrong. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, this is hilarious. I love it. Lieutenant All right. Surge. <laughs> I almost want to give the point to Rob because he's the only one that actually named an actual gym leader. <laughs> <gasps> oh, you mean like my second time? No, your first time, but that's not from Ruby and Sapphire. So uh, you get it wrong. All right, here we go. Question number three. <clears throat> I like how I get these intros too. Fire Emblem Awakening is <laughs> was oh, essentially God. the game that saved Nintendo's of uh, beloved franchise Fire Emblem. Can you name one character from Fire Emblem Awakening that is not Crom, Lucina, or Robin? Cheating. M. Wow. K. R. Elizabeth. Marth. Ah, <laughs> oh, not Elise, but the uh, Lissa. Lissa. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to give okay. Uh, 
technically wait who did you say rob elizabeth is there an elizabeth in this no there is not i almost feel like there has to be i kind of want to even look now but um so keo gets it right lissa is a character in fire emblem awakening Uh, i don't know if i want to give the the point to um to chris because while while marth is is technically not an official character in the game lucina does call herself marth so there is some precedent to that so we'll put you on the point maybe. five yeah point we'll, five. Give you, we'll give you <laughs> a, a point oh, five. No. I, couldn't, I couldn't say lucinda but he can say marth <laughs> i didn't say i didn't say you couldn't say marth <laughs> so that was so it's kind of hard you get a point five like keo said oh i should have said ike you would have got a point five for that too <laughs> oh he's not in there um no Actually, no, Ike isn't in there at all. You wouldn't have got a point for that at all. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so I guess it will be the last one, even though I, I guess essentially it could be a tiebreaker. Probably not. Ready? This one's going to be interesting. <clears throat> Mario Kart DS <laughs> it, uh, has had a pretty small roster, but certain characters has not made it back to Mario Kart 8 since then. So... Name one character in Mario Kart DS that is not in Mario Kart 8. M. K. R. Kamek. Shy guy. <laughs> Bob Costas. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, <laughs> all of you um, essentially got that wrong. <laughs> because, oh, it was wrong. Because, wait, uh... Well, yeah, because you all of you got that wrong. Because one, Chris Shy Guy was a character in Mario Kart Eight. Uh, he would debut or in a Mario Kart DS. He did debut in there, but he is playable in Mario Kart Eight. So you kind of ah. get that wrong. Um, Keo, what did you say? I said Kamek. You Kamek, know the guy. Yeah, yeah. Kamek is not a character in Mario Kart. Uh, <laughs> in Mario Kart DS. <laughs> it was my best guess. And Rob, uh, much to my surprise, um, Bob Costas is not a character in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> so the the characters that you that the the correct names would have been Rob or Dry Bones. Oh. Wait, Rob the robot was in there. Yes, yep. he was. Yep. Wait, what? I'm gonna look this up. I cheated and I looked it up, and there he is. <laughs> so I guess essentially, but we... I play as Dry Bones in Mario Kart Eight. Is he in there? Yeah. At least in the deluxe version, he is. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. He did just make it back. Well, whatever. Rob is technically the only correct answer then. (laughs) I guess Rob would have been the only right answer then. Yay! So I guess uh, nobody got that one right. So if we're tallying up the score, Keo... Keo is uh suppo- is our new interim Metro Kingdom Radio <laughs> Random Quiz World Heavyweight Champion. Yay! All right. Just the Incineroar Award. The Incineroar Award goes to Keo this time <laughs> around. So congratulations to you three, because all three of you have are now champions in this. Uh, Ryu, Link, and Doro, you guys are not champions. <laughs> <You> guys... <laughs> Good luck getting on the pod, because none of you will ever become champions. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you guys. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to us uh, here at Metro Kingdom Radio. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys, such as Chris. I, I don't appreciate them. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you guys. 
<laughs> Rob. See ya. Bye, Kyle. Keo. We'll see you next time. And of course, thank you from me, your host, Johnny Playstar. Please like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Hit us up subscribe! on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, um, maybe Spotify one day if I figure out how to do that. <laughs> and yeah, so until next time, guys, we shall catch you on the Switch side. Hello. Hi there, everybody. It's me, Jicky Mouse, once again. Uh, make sure all of you help Keo out and just go buy Kingdom Hearts 3, please. We, you know, over here. Oh, yuck, and then we can play some Smash. Oh, I don't, like turtles. Don't play Super Smash Brothers with Piranha Plant. <laughs> he's not even fun. Come on. He, he's a plant. What do you even do? <laughs> you guys are so mean to me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>